Blog Talk Radio. It's Saturday, August 13th, 2016, and you're tuned in to another edition of The Misty Show. We're still your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and joining us on this special Saturday night edition of the show is the show's better half, the lovely Dee. How you doing today, buddy? Or oh, tonight, should I say? We're here. It's evening. Yay. <laughs> yes, we're we're here. We made it through a very rainy couple of days. Um, it's been raining for the past two weeks. For those of you who look at the map, you see we're on the Gulf Coast, and it's been literally raining for the past two weeks. It's just been raining. It just seems like rain. It's just rain, rain. Yes, I yesterday I was out in it, and... I felt like I felt like I was Noah <laughs> trying to drive my car, and it's like I got in a certain area and the water was getting higher, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Because my car sits low to the ground, and I was like, "I got to get out of this," and I, I was trying to hurry up and turn off of that street. So that part was pretty scary because I hate when you come up on standing water and you don't know how deep it is. So yeah, that was nice. yeah. I I you know I drive like a truck so. It's sitting up a little bit higher, but still sometimes I try to avoid traffic, so I'll turn down a different street. And I happened to do that one one day and ended up in a river. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want yeah. to get through it. I don't want to get stranded. Lord, let me get through it. So, yeah, anyway, if that I, water is high enough, it doesn't matter what you're driving. It will it'll yeah. take it over. That's why I'm like, I don't want to be floating in my car, in my truck. Please, no. <laughs> but we made it, you know, because I thought about you this morning at a certain time because I know you you were probably at the grocery store and I heard all the water coming down and I was just like, I bet Dee's out in that right now. I would and then, we were, we were, we literally, literally drown rats. Just drown. <laughs> like. It was like driving in, you could see the clouds, and I was like, well, you know, they're over this way, and we're going this way, so probably won't get us. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice nice try. But, and I yeah, thought I wore flip-flops because, of course, that's just how it has to be. Oh, no. Well, at least it's not raining for right now. I'm sure it will be raining later. You know, and I don't mind the rain as long as I'm in, inside it. and I'm just listening at it, but I hate driving in it. Can't stand it. Yeah, I just, I love rainy, gray days. I love them, but as long as I don't have to be out in them. Mm-hmm. That's it. my favorite days, so, but it's okay. You know, we're getting what we're getting our water, our grass, you know, watered or whatever, so it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're used to it down here. Yeah, we are. Yeah, you, you have to be. <laughs> you just have to be. Okay, well, let me just say that I'm sorry to report that I don't have any pet trivia answers for tonight's episode, and that would be because there was no pet trivia blog post yesterday. 
because you guys know I normally kind of post those on Fridays or, you know, sometime during the week. But um, there was supposed to be one, but the past couple of days have sort of been a roller coaster for me. <laughs> um, You've had a rough go at it, haven't you? Yes, every since Wednesday. Um, I'll just say two trips to the ER in two days with a sick family member. Uh, let me just say, no fun at all. <laughs> and I want to say we're we're pulling through now. I hope we're pulling through. It's better than it was. So it's just been kind of crazy, very crazy. So mm-hmm. please forgive me. I promise I'll get a pet trivia post out to you guys. I may get one out before Friday. We'll see. But either way, y'all will have your pet trivia post sometime next week, and we'll still have our featured pet of the week, which we had that for this past time. Um, but if you guys want to check out that, just always make sure you check she'satorty.blogspot.com for our next post. And she's a torty is S-H-E-S-A-T-O-R-T-I-E. So she'satorty.blogspot.com. Um, okay, tonight's topic puts us back on a lighter note after last week's heavier topic. Um, today, well, keep saying today. Tonight we'll be talking mm-hmm. again about more happy pet reunions. But before we get started, we want to give out the call-in number for any of you who may want to share your own story. And our call-in number is 347-838-8313, or you can listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's a tourty. Links from the stories used in tonight's episode can be found after the show on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44 or on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash Missy Show. And, of course, don't forget to check out our Missy Show website for more fun and informative topics at themissyshow.weebly.com, and that's W-E-E-B-L-Y. Now, on to a return to arms, warm pet reunions. Everybody loves pet reunions, don't they? I love them. You know, you always see what I always, like, Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm a strange bird. You know this, Jay, and most people that know me know that I'm a strange bird. So one of the things one of the things I do every morning to get me in a good mood, because sometimes when you're at work, you're thankful to have a job, but sometimes you're not really happy to be there. Yeah. So in order to get yourself in a frank, great frame of mind, sometimes you have to do things to get yourself there. And one of the things that I love to do is I love to click on, like, the pet stories. And you read the pet stories. Hopefully they're good. Sometimes I click on them and they're not good, so I'm there, like, crying early in the morning. But for the most part, I try to click on the ones that are good. And sometimes they have, a, like, a, a montage of the pets when the um, service member comes back home. And sometimes they will do a they will do one where well I've seen a couple where they surprise the animal and most of them are dogs some of us seen cats but most of them are dogs and I've seen one where the service member came home and they were playing to surprise the dog they had them in the backyard and they were throwing the ball to him so one person was throwing the ball to him and so they would throw the ball. And then the dog would go get it and bring it back to that person. Well, they did that a couple of times, and then the service member came and just straight out from where, you know, 
his tour duty because he was still in his fatigues and everything. And so the person threw the ball, the dog ran, and when he came back this time, it was the service member there. Oh. And so it was, I literally was, the great thing is that I get to work pretty early in the morning, which is good, <laughs> before anybody gets there, because I was messed up for a good 10 minutes, because I watched that video over and over again to see that dog go run, go get the ball, and when he came back, Here's the thing that got me. I was good. I was good. I was like, oh, this is sweet. But I was I was good until he came back and the person had the ball. He brought the ball to him. He was like, hey, wait a minute. And then when he realized that it was his daddy, he went to howling like he was crying or something. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> It was so sweet because the one thing, he never dropped the ball. He kept the ball in his mouth. <laughs> he, he stayed true to being a dog, but he was like, my daddy's home. And he just went to howling, just howling. Just It was amazing. And I saw, I've seen so many of those where, the you know, the person comes and, and the dog is sitting at the door. And they're like, wait a minute, somebody's coming that, you know, and they just know. They go, they start going crazy, and they just know. And the person comes in, and they just, you know. But I've also seen the one, and have you seen this one, Jay? And I wish we could, like, do videos or whatever. This is the one that got me that just, you know, had me, like, I was like, oh, my God. It was this, and I don't know the 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 the, the whole story or what was behind it, but they I just saw the video, and they just said something to the effect that, um, the dog hadn't seen his owner. And she, I don't know where she was coming back from, but the dog gets so excited to see her because he starts to, like, cry and whatever, and he gets so excited to see her that he faints. He literally oh. passes out for, like, two seconds. I mean, he literally, it gets to the point where he just, I don't know if it's a he or she, but it goes down. And you can Google it. You can Google. Yeah, because I would like to find it and maybe yeah. post a link to the video of yeah. it or something. It, it's out there. You can Google dog faint when, you know, in, when sees owner coming back from something to that effect because it will come up because it has been viewed many times. I have viewed it many times. And the, he, he, she or he gets so happy, and it's a little dog, and it just tips over. It passes out. It literally passes out. Cause it's like it's like screaming, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it just goes, and and they're like, oh my god! And she picked it up, and, and <laughs> it's like the dog fainted. Like the dog literally passes out from just so much excitement. But I guess that can happen to anybody. You get, you know, your body just completely shuts down if it gets overloaded. But it, I, I've seen, I literally, I watch these videos to get myself happy, or if I want to get myself in a happy frame of mind. Yeah, and there are great ways to do it. And just like this one I found, I actually didn't expect to find um, recent ones, but this one um, is about, But I, and I'm sorry if I start laughing, but I just think the dog's name is cute. The dog's name is Betty White. Oh. I'm sorry. That's just with me. I don't know why. Okay, um, this article um, is entitled Dog Named Betty White Reunited with Owners Three Years Later. So Betty White was gone for quite a while. This is actually off of Good Morning America. 
and um, this is dated August 6th of this year. Um, and I, I'll just kind of read it to you guys. It says, one Minnesota family was reunited with Betty White after she went missing for nearly three years, and no, we're not referring to the iconic actress. Betty White is the name of Anna Welch's great Pyrenees who disappeared from her 13-acre property in Isanti on November 16, 2013. Welch, 39, told ABC News she was bathing Betty White out in her yard after she had gotten sprayed by a skunk. <laughs> when, when Welch went into the house to get supplies, Betty White made her escape. So I guess Betty didn't want to bathe. So Betty's like, I'm done with this. I'm out. <laughs> so so she she ran away essentially. Um I came out and she was gone, like gone, she recalled. Welch contacted her local sheriff and animal control, knocked on neighbors' doors, put up signs around the neighborhood, and even posted a notice on the Lost Dogs Minnesota Facebook group, but still came up empty. She even created a Facebook page of her own called Help bring home Betty White to no avail. After receiving approximately 20 tips on her beloved five-year-old dog, she had almost given up hope until she received a message from a friend who told her to check out the Lost Dogs Minnesota page. A man had posted a photo of a white Great Pyrenees that looked just like her Betty White. The only difference was the dog was 20 pounds skinnier. So I guess Betty wasn't eating as well out there. Um. Mm. It was a pretty crazy set of events, Welch recalled, adding that the man found Betty White after she had wandered into his barn nearly 20 miles away. When she was found, her tail was matted to her leg. It's really sad to even think about, Welch said. It kills me that that happened to her. Welch eventually reunited with Betty White, bringing her to her new home as her family had moved since the ordeal in East Bethel. As soon as I saw her, I knew that was my dog, and Betty knew who I was. She came running over, she recalled. She rubbed up on me. It was pretty awesome. Still, Betty White had another sentimental reunion to attend. Before she disappeared, she had she delivered a litter of puppies. The family oh. kept one puppy, whom, whom they named Bandit, who was now three years old. Now Betty White is settling into her new home after her long-lost journey. She's doing good, and she's finally starting to settle in and calm down, Welch said. She was a little anxious when we brought her back, but I'm just still in shock that we have her. So that was a happy ending. That was an awesome happy ending. Betty, well, I think I saw that one, and I, I laughed at that <laughs> name, too. I laughed at that name, too, Jay. That's so cool. Yeah, that she was so gone cool. for like three years. Yeah, I mean, so many stories where these dogs and, you know, animals are gone for like three and four and ten years and stuff like that, and you're like, and they manage to, you know, get back home. I mean, it's awesome. It's just the power of, you know, they, well, of course, we've already talked about how dogs and animals, you know, can they have these great senses and things that they can pick up on stuff. And so, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all. I have a story, Jade, and I actually think I saw a video of this. Actually, oh, cool. I think I saw a video of this, but I didn't know that there was more to the story. And this one is um, amazing reunion stories, and it's 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 sponsored by it was sponsored by Pedigree. So, and I'm going to read this one too because it's kind of like a, a a great little story. But I actually saw the video of this, and when it, this dog actually ran and actually did this, and I don't know if this is the same story, but I think it is because it sounds so true to it. But this is entitled "Thank Goodness for Speeders." 
When a police officer in Texas stopped a speeder to give him a ticket, the last thing he expected to do was to find a missing dog. No, the dog wasn't in the, no, the dog wasn't in the speeding car, but when the officer returned to his patrol car, he found a dog sitting on the front seat. In his eagerness to give the speeder his ticket, the officer accidentally left the door to his patrol car open when the boxer took an invitation to enter and make herself comfortable. The boxer and the cop hit it off, and he took her home. Now, that might have been the end of the story, but one day the officer saw a missing dog flyer, um, dog flyer photo, and he called the number on the flyer, which led to a very happy reunion. As it turned out, this boxer was a rescue dog and quite an accomplished jumper, which is how she managed to get out of the yard where she had been playing. Her owner was heartbroken and put flyers up on every telephone pole within a half mile of the house. When the wandering boxer was returned to her home, her owner immediately had a collar made for her, complete with the address, phone number, and all. But the cop was thinking, you know, it makes you wonder if the car hadn't been speeding that he was going after and if the police officer, if he hadn't stopped and left the patrol car door open and if he hadn't noticed the missing dog fire, what would have happened? So I just, it kind of just reaffirms to me things happen for a reason and I think things are put into place so that certain things can, can you know, come to pass or what have you. But yeah. I saw a video of where this man was going after someone and when he came back to his car, the dog was sitting in the driver's seat. And I was like, is this the same story as that? I'm not sure. But that's so cool. That is so cool to me. Yeah, it, it is cool. And it's just especially when you can tell that the animals actually still recognize their yeah. owner, like especially if it's been a long time. Cause you, and, and for some, some um, pets and their owners, it's like maybe it's, Two months, but that that's too long for me. That's still a long time. But when you think about these situations where they're gone for like years, but yet they still years. remember their owner. They remember. I just know that they will. I just you know they have this. They know. They just know. You know, if it's the smell, if it's the sound, um, if it's something, they just they know. They know. Yeah, you know, and I've often wondered, and I guess there are situations like this, like how does it work, like say if that animal runs away and they've been with another family for a number of years and they get used to that family and then if something happens and and like with the microchip or whatever and they discover who the original family was, you know, how I wonder how like the dog or animal would respond in that situation. Because they've gotten well, you know, used to a new family, but yet, I don't know. Well, you know what? I read a, a, a reunion story similar to that, um, just something that I can't remember the specifics of it, but it was it was similar to that, Jay, where um, this woman found this dog, and she had been taking care of it, and she took it to vet, and they, they um, scanned it for a microchip and found out that it had a microchip, and so they tried to find the owner, and eventually they tracked down the owner. And they were asking her, did you ever in your mind, you know, think that maybe you just, because she had fallen in love with the dog too, you know, maybe you wanted to keep it. And she said to herself, you know, I couldn't possibly keep this dog, even though I loved it and would have loved to have kept it. If this had been my dog and I was looking for it, I would have wanted someone to return it to me. So, right. you know, I, I, I would be in the same position where, I mean, I know I would probably fall in love with the animal or what have you, but if I found out it belonged to somebody else, 
I, there's no way in the world I would be able to sleep at night to keep that animal. There's no way. I mean, I would just say, can I come visit when I want to, please? I know, I, I know. You know, the worst thing is the dog will be doubly loved. So, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a win for everybody. Well, I have another story, and this dog was gone even longer than Betty White. Um, this one's about a chihuahua. Um, a beloved family pet will be reunited with his owner in Oklahoma tomorrow, eight years after he went missing in a suburb of Reno, Nevada. Katrina Zamela told ABC News today that her family's chihuahua disappeared from the secure backyard of a neighbor's home in 2008. Zamela said her family did everything they could to find the two-year-old pup, calling animal control, local vets, and putting up signs. They eventually came to the sad conclusion that he might have been dog-napped. We had a microchip and a collar with his tags and information on it, Zamela said. If he did get out, he should have been returned. We put up signs he wouldn't have gotten far. I was mostly afraid because there is dog fighting in Reno. I was afraid that maybe someone had taken him, she added. Zamela said the family got Dash when he was just five months old. He was always just a really happy little dog. He was not your typical yappy, scared chihuahua, she remembered. He was a total cuddler. His nickname was Boyfriend because he was such a snuggly dog. She said she was shocked when she found out that he turned up about two weeks ago wandering the streets of Reno where he was picked up by local animal control. The mailer received a letter in the mail notifying her that animal control officers had located Dash by running his microchip through a national database. When I opened the letter, it was shocking to me, and then I was afraid, the mailer said. I immediately called animal control, and they said that he had been transferred to their shelter next door, which is the only no-kill shelter in Nevada. Dash is now en route to Oklahoma, where he will be reunited with her tomorrow. And this was a more recent story, too. I don't have the date on this one, but that was um, as of this year. Mm, Eight years. Eight years. That's a long time. That really is. And you just, you know, you wonder what goes through the poor little baby's minds when they're out there. And, you you know, it just breaks my heart because it would tear me apart if I, you know, when I have rumor he got lost and just know that he was looking for, you know, you know they're looking for you. They're, right. they're trying to get back to you and, and just to not even understand what they might be going through. And it just would, I would just be sick. I would be sick. And so. I guess it's also a great testament of their resilience, too, because, I mean, yeah. this little chihuahua was out there, I guess, on his own for eight years because no mm-hmm. one had him unless he had been with the family or something for a while and he ran away from them or something. Because eight yeah. years, you know, they kind of just found him on the street. So it yeah. makes you wonder, like, how was he surviving for eight years? Oh, my goodness. And there's no telling. There's no telling what. It just killed me. That's why I always see these, when I see these dogs that are on the street, I just wonder, what is your story? That's my first thing that comes out of my mouth. I'm like, where are you going? Where do you belong? What is your story? What is your story? It, it just killed me. It killed me. But... These are happy ending stories, though. Yes, these these are these are happy endings, and and that's why it is important, you know, if you can afford it, which I don't think it's it's very expensive. And we did a show on it, I think, like last year or two years ago about the microchipping. So exactly. you know, if you can afford it, 
Although you would think so in, in this dog's case, so it was eight years later, because I've read a couple of them where even though the pet had a microchip, it was still some years before they were reunited. But ideally, I guess, you know, hopefully it wouldn't, you know, be that long if, if you had your yeah. pet microchip and they got in the right hands, I guess they would, you know, take them somewhere and go ahead and just check for a chip. Yeah, you would hope that, you know, someone found. The first thing you do if you find a dog or if you're an animal, you you want to take them to the vet and see if they have a microchip because that's like, you know, that's, you know, one of the number one ways you can actually get them back aside from if they have, like, you know, tags or something on them. But right. if they don't have any tags or anything on them, you might want to just take them to the vet and make sure that they don't have a microchip in them because that's where you're going to get the most information from. Exactly. And then, you know, also, you know, if they, on their tags, make sure you have your information and address and everything. Although in this little fellow's case, once again, he kind of had all that. So it is interesting that nobody, you know, nobody found him and, you know, returned him. That That's very interesting that for eight years he was out there and, and they said they had his, you know, name and, you know, information on his tag. Yeah, because... Uh, maybe he was just such a little cutie, maybe, you know, because you do have some people that are just like, hey, uh, you're cute. I think you're mine now. <laughs> Finders, <laughs> keepers, losers, weepers, and they just sort you of keep on. Yeah. You belong to me. You do. You do have that. I, I wouldn't advise yeah. that, you know. If, if yeah, you see. I would not. I would yeah. not. But you do have those people that are like, hmm, you belong to me. So... <laughs> Yeah, and they don't even try to kind of check or whatnot, you know, which sometimes I can understand if they have no tags or anything, you know, because you do have animals that are just strays. They, you know, they were just born to a stray dog. You know, they were just puppies and they grew up, you know, just already on the street. So you do have those situations. But it definitely, if they have identification on them, you know, try to return them if you can, you know, because you would want someone to return your pet if it were you. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, do unto others, you know, just, you know, I would want somebody to return my pet, and I would think about that person if I had their pet, so, yeah, that's that's most important. I have a, I have one of the, a reunion story, and this is going to be kind of quick, but, and this is what I actually saw on television, because it went around TV, and it's not like the, the, the pet was lost, lost, but it was lost for a moment, um, and it actually happened in Oklahoma. Do you remember when all those tornadoes started happening, and they had a bad yes. one? Yeah. Well, there was a, a TV story done of Barbara Garcia, and she was um, in her house, and she said that, you know, she and her schnauzer had a plan with something, whatever would happen, they would go into the bathroom. So she and her, her pet went into the bathroom, and she said she remember sitting on a stool holding her dog, and then all of a sudden she just remember being tossed around and rolled around a little bit, and when she woke up, you know, everything was gone, and all she was looking at was this stove cooker, and she didn't know, she didn't hear, she didn't know where a dog was. And so she had come up, they got her out of the house or whatever, and and she, I guess, assumed that, you know, the dog was in the house, but he was probably dead or something like that. So she was, the news reporter came up to her and was talking to her on live television and asked her, you know, what was going on and, and um you know, how, what happened, and she was saying, well, I was in there, and I was me and my little dog, and I had him, and I was hollering for his name, and, and I, Aww. you know, he didn't answer, and he didn't come, or whatever, and as she was saying this, someone spotted his face 
in the in the rubble, oh. and he was trying to get out. And it actually happened on live TV. Yeah, that broke me down. I cried. Um, and they got him out. They were like doing the live, and they were like, "Wait, look, look right there." And his little face was in the rubble. He was trying to get out, and she just lost it. Bless his little heart. And he was fine. You know, they took him to the vet or whatever. I think he was fine or whatever. But um, it happened right there on television as they were shooting that video, as they were doing the live TV feed. Links, please. (laughs) I want to see it. I have to see it. It actually was great. Well, and this show went by extra quick. (laughs) We just heard the little lady in our ear 90 seconds. Um, So, yes, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to tonight's episode. You know, after last week, you know, we kind of like to break up the more serious ones and just sort of have a more lighthearted one. Because next week we'll be kind of going back into a more serious. We're going to be talking about the ivory trade. And next week's episode is the fuss about tusks. So make sure you join us. We should be back on at our regular time of 5 p.m. Central. Hopefully um, everything will be clear health-wise with everybody and all the craziness will have settled down and we'll just be back to to our usual showtime and um, blog post times. But thank you guys once again for tuning in to another Missy Show episode, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye, everybody.